time. It is 5.06 uh, this Sunday night on November 6th, first, uh, first weekend of the, the fall backwards. So we're back at the standard, standard time. Uh, my name is Bryce Chalkley, and I got uh, my main guy here, Billy Ray Mitchell. Billy, what's going on, bud? It's good. The sun is down. It is pitch black outside at 5 o'clock. Um, so the fall back in the Northeast is a little brutal, but I'm doing good, man. I'm excited, excited to get basketball season rolling here. Yeah, the uh, the seasonal depression is around the corner, but like you said, we uh, we got basketball to uh, to keep us busy. Uh, we got a special guest here today um, on this edition of the Sons of Saturday Athlete of the Week. Uh, to to introduce our guy, um, when you go on his bio, it says he's the most versatile player on the Virginia Tech bas- men's basketball team, which is an understatement when you look at his numbers last year. Not only did Justin Mutz average 10 points and 8 rebounds last year for the Hokies, he also recorded 123 assists, 43 steals, and 34 blocks. I don't know about you guys, but I think most versatile ver- most versatile is a little bit of an understatement there. Justin Mutz is also a preseason second-team All-ACC selection and now a ACC champion. Justin, welcome and congratulations on being this athlete, the Athlete of the Week. Hey, I appreciate you. Uh, that was a really warm welcome. Uh, I'm just happy to be here right now. Awesome. We're happy to have you. Uh, Justin, we, we usually start the Athlete of the Week's episode with the question of, of why did you choose Virginia Tech? But I feel like you answer that question every day with how much you love the school and how you're all, you're all hokey all the time. What I will ask you, though, is has your experience lived up or surpassed your expectations transferring to Virginia Tech? I would definitely say it surpassed any expectations that I might have had for the college experience in general, you know, uh, I had opportunity to go to High Point University as well as, you know, University of Delaware. And my experience there was, you know, it was, it was solid, you know, it was okay. You know, um, I was able to meet a lot of really good people who helped me grow a lot. But since coming to Virginia Tech, I'd say my life has changed in unbelievable ways. And it's really just been a blessing. A lot of that is due to the people that I've met and the relationships I've been able to build. I feel as though the relationships that I'll have and sustain for the rest of my life. So, Justin, speaking of potentially surpassing expectations, look, I know the season starts tomorrow. I know you guys are sick and tired of talking about it. Maybe you're not sick and tired of talking about it, but I have to ask, it was a special spring for us. It was a special spring for you. Is there a singular core memory that will always stick with you from last season? Is there one specific thing that stands out when you look back over the last year that's just passed you by? Um, Well, you know, instead of saying what I think everybody wants me to say, I think I'll – I'll say being 0 and 4, you know, being 2 and 7, and then seeing seeing how the, everybody was responding to us. You know, there were people who still supported us, but at the same time, a lot of people did switch on us. You know, a lot of people did turn on us at that point in time. You know, when you know when things aren't looking good, and we were all that we had. You know, so I'll never I'll never forget that, and I'm keeping that feeling with me heading into this season because that could happen again. You know, so just keeping my head down and just keep working. Yeah, we, we certainly love the adversity that y'all showed throughout the season and obviously love the end result with y'all cutting down the nets in Brooklyn. As we move forward, though, to this year, Pokies tip off tomorrow night against Delaware State at 9 p.m. local time. How excited are y'all to get this year going? And has practice gotten more tense as we've gotten closer to game time? Or is this kind of the point where we rest a little bit and we're getting ready for the long season? Everybody's super excited because we all know what the work that we put in over the summer, you know, waking up at 5 a.m., you know, doing all the work. Um, 
So aside from just wanting to, you know, go do that, we just want to go play the game and just go have fun because, you know, nobody was waking up with us at 5 a.m. You know, it was just us. It was just us doing that. So at the end of the day, we just want to go play the game that we that we work so hard at. And not for the not for the fans, not for anything else. We just want to play the game because what we want to do is just for fun. You know, um, everybody's going to have their own perceptions and they're going to have their own opinions on things and stuff like that. But we just got to we just got to do our thing, you know. When, when you're waking up at, at 5 a.m. these days, what is motivating you more? That y'all are the defending ACC champions or that you got knocked out against Texas in the first round? What What is driving you every day right now? Neither of those things. Uh, all of those things are in the past. You know, I can't control any of that stuff. Uh, the fact that we're defending ACC champions, it really means nothing considering the fact that we lost half that team. You know, this is a whole new team, seven new players. So I think what's motivating me now is, you know, the, just the, the good characters of the guys on my team getting to go into the gym every single day and see them, you know, see Hunter Couture, see Sean Padula, see Grant Basile, you know, these guys that are in the gym every single day working, you know, my friends. So I think that's what's motivating me more than anything, knowing that those guys are going to be there doing the same thing that I got to do, you know, even though we don't want to do it. This is what we know we, we got to be doing to, to accomplish what we want to accomplish for this season. Any success that we might have had in the past is in the past. You took the target on our back that's due to something that we can't even, you know, has no, has no control on us right now, you know. So it's, it's a new life. It's a new world right now. So Virginia Tech fans were a little bit uh, – hit with a little bit surprising news getting ready for basketball season, and Tech announced that you would not be able to suit up one game suspension that came down from the NCAA. Um, and what always frustrated me was any time that anybody gets suspended for any type of reason, the school puts out a statement or the NCAA puts out a statement – you never hear from the athlete. And then if somebody hears it from somebody else, they might think, oh, was so-and-so not taking care of their business? So they might go ahead and it might be a big deal. I just wanted to ask you specifically, what exactly caused this one-game suspension coming up here for the Delaware State game? Yeah, so over the summer, I had an amazing opportunity to go through the pre-draft process. you know, And in doing that, um, one particular event that I participated in, it resulted in me having a one game suspension and I knew at the time that if I decided to do that event that it could cause me to have some kind of penalty you know from the NCAA this was a conscious decision that I knew going into that talking to my coaches you know having opportunity to make that decision for myself but yet again at that at that point in time in the summer I had no idea if I was going to be coming back or if I was going to keep my name in the pre-draft process so uh looking back now the experience was 100% worth it and I would probably have done it again um, there were other players who did other events over the summer who were missing more games than just one. So I feel blessed to have had that experience. And now to be back here at Blacksburg and only be missing one game, um, I'm going to be there front, you know, front and center chairing my team on tomorrow. I can't wait. Uh, we got a really talented team. Um, Dell State also has a really talented team. So I think it'll be a good match. I think it'll be a good matchup. I'm excited to, I'm excited for everybody to see what we have to offer. And I'm excited for my first game on Thursday. So quick question on that. I love that they find they made this rule change. It's one of the things the NCAA has done that I do like um, is allowing you all to go through that pre-draft process. Can you tell me a little bit? You said you learned a lot from it. I'm sure you met some folks. Uh, tell me just a little bit about what you took away from that experience. I think I was able to grow so much, not only as a basketball player, but just as a person. 
you know, being able to meet some of those guys who were also going through the same things, who, who who went on to do much more. You know, I decided to come back, but a lot of people decided to keep their name in. And uh, so just having the opportunity to meet all those people, um, meet and talk with different, you know, organizations and have being able to walk into those doors, you know, that's an experience that a lot of people will never have. And for that, I'm, I'm super grateful. Um, everybody's going to have their own opinions and uh, perspectives on different things and stuff like that. But all I can do is, you know, be myself and just keep continue to live my life, you know? Um, yeah. So on the upside here, you'll have the opportunity to see someone else get some meaningful minutes. Went to practice a couple weeks ago, saw a lot of fresh faces. As you mentioned, it's a completely new team. Who are some of the guys that we should know about, this season that people may not be talking about? Or who would you say, if you were giving out a Rookie of the Year trophy, who do you think is vying for that spot? Who do you think is going to take a lot of people by surprise? Um, and so your question specifically, what are you, what are you asking? What's the question? You want to know who the Rookie of the Year is in my eyes, or do you want to know? Who are, who are some guys that Virginia Tech fans may not know? Uh, I know you're preseason second team all ACC. Who's preseason Virginia Tech Rookie of the Year? Who's on the ballot there? Um, well, I, I'll, I'll stray away from saying anybody that, you know, Tech already knows. I feel as though we got a lot of really good players that have been, that haven't had the chance to really show who they are yet. For for example, I'm thinking Lynn Kidd off the top of my head. I think Lynn Kidd is, I think he's set up for a great season this year just through the work that he's put in over the summer. He's probably been one of our most consistent guys, one of our hardest workers. He's worked super hard. I think him as well as, you know, guys like Malajo Poti, another really strong big guy. Grant Basili transferred from uh, from Wright State, um, and our, our freshman class is really talented as well. So I think I think we have a lot of guys that are set up to have a, a great season this year. I could go down the list and just name all these guys. I, I know what they do. You know, I see them every single day. I know their games. I know I know how they how they're carrying things. So I'm just excited for everybody else to have a chance to lay eyes on them. Um, for sure, I think I think those are the off the top of my head. Those are the three that I'm excited to. I'm excited to root for this year. Awesome. So as, as we move past game one, Delaware State, and the opportunity for us, for you to be the, the one-man hype squad for, for all your boys, there's a lot of exciting games on the schedule. Um, you know, the ACC schedule, the, uh, the conference games, there's a couple tournaments I think y'all are playing in. I'm sure y'all are very much taking a, you know, game-by-game, week-by-week approach. But is there any matchup that you're particular excited about, or any any place that you really enjoy going going and playing at? Um, yeah, like you said, I can't really think too far ahead right now. I think everybody watching the show right now probably wants me to say UNC. They probably want me to say Duke. You know, all these all these games we got coming on down the road. But again, those games are down the road. The only game that I can focus on myself is Lehigh. That's my first game on Thursday. You know, and then and then the next game William and Mary. The next game I'll be able to participate in. But at the end of the day, we I think looking too far ahead was the reason why we went into that crazy losing streak last year, you know, by not by not focusing on the task at hand, by not focusing on the, this individual play, you know what I mean? By getting caught up in social media and everybody's perspectives and stuff like that, by allowing that to impact our team, you know. I think just staying present and just focusing on the things that matter, you know, that's the only thing that you can control. And by focusing on the controllables, you know, there's there's no there's no limit to how far this team could go. Yeah, I, I think that's the perfect answer there. Um, you know, I, I know uh, y'all were able to achieve, you know, an amazing feat last year, winning the ACC. And as we reset for, for this season and potentially, I, I believe it will probably 
be your last at Virginia Tech. What are what are some of your individual goals here, and and what are some of the team goals that that y'all have for each other? Yeah. Um, so I say I'll just stick on my basketball goals for this year. Um, I think definitely to showcase what I can do on the defensive end of the of the ball. Um, that's where I think I get you know most most excited, most activated, most energized. Um, and then that'll translate to the offensive end. But I think for myself, uh, definitely defensive player of the year. I feel like I know the work that I put in. I know how hard I work. But I'm a little bit nervous with that, too, because, you know, we got Hunter Couture on our team. And he he's just, he's probably even more gritty and much more of a harder worker than I am on the defensive end. I, I, can't, I, you know, I can't take that away from him, you know, so – I think that'll be a real good contest right there to see to see you know who's able to today who's able to do that. But a lot of times he's the one catching our catching the you know the toughest uh, matchup on the other team, and he's and he does a great job of, of doing what he has to do every time. He can guard one through five easily. So I think I think if I'm trying to win Defensive Player of the Year, I think that's my biggest you know competition right there, and I and I love it. So I'm excited for that. Team goals absolutely would be to win the to win the regular season first and foremost. And then just and go on and 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 do it again. You know, four games, four games in four days. That would be the absolute. That'd be the next goal. You know, get get me get us another big ring. And then I think the one thing I have not done since I've been in college is you know make a make a run in March Madness. So that would be that's the ultimate goal. Make a big run. You know, final four. Why not? Why not us for the night for the Natty? You know what I mean? Why why can't it be us? Because everybody doubted us for the ACC last year. So there's there's no. Everybody's doubt and their opinions and perspectives can like they can keep them to themselves, but they won't. They'll be on social media per usual. But I think our team this year is taking a different approach, even in that sense of not even looking into that. You know what I mean? So people, people, never mind. I won't. I won't get into that. But um, yeah. So just just doing that, just focusing on the things that matter. I I I definitely like the stay present approach. But I will say now that you got that ACC championship ring. It's going to be pretty lonely if it doesn't have another one, not a buddy to go along with it. So we're definitely rooting for that. Can I show you? you want to see? Yeah, that yeah, would be great. Let, let's see the <laughs> bling. Hold on, I got some confetti in here, so I got to be careful when I open it. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. It's huge. It's huge, so I can't wear it too often. But, uh, yeah, no, this is, this is mine. It's beautiful. Well, I- I've heard I've heard the stories about how you guys were getting all the confetti off of the ground. After yeah. that, what was uh, what was your technique to get the to get the confetti? <laughs> yeah. I honestly that was my first time being in an environment like that, you know, seeing confetti fall like that and I didn't know if I was allowed to take it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to give it back. <laughs> right. Looking back, that sounds goofy, but yeah, I didn't know if I was allowed to take it, but I did sneak me a little handful. But I think my problem was that when I came, when we all got back, there was like the the parade. Everybody was there for us. I threw all my confetti up in the air. I was a little bit too excited, and I and I didn't have any. But I was able to get this the other day um, from the ACC Media Day. So uh, now I got now I got something I can keep. So one thing, I you opened yourself up to this world. This wasn't on the thing. So I just want to ask you a question about about your room, which yeah. which we can see here on the video. So I see a guitar. I didn't oh, yeah. know there was a music, musical side to you. Is that for is that for aesthetic or are you a, you a guitar player? Originally, it was meant for me to you know pick up a new hobby and start doing that, but I was trash. And with any new skill, you have to invest time and like energy into it, and I just didn't stick with it. If anybody on the uh, on the Sunday Saturday podcast right now is a is a good guitar teacher, I would love to you know hit me up. Hit me up. I would love to do that. But I got a keyboard here. That's for aesthetic. Oh, this is this is for aesthetic. 
too. I think okay, they doing like this. Oh, so how did you? <laughs> I'm sure everybody wanted that. How did you? How did you? Wait, wait a minute. You yeah. you were worried about taking the confetti. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Go on. Very true. Very true. No. Uh, I mean, after the game, they just they gave it to us, and uh, nobody ever asked me for it back after I was the one that had it. So I just got everybody to sign. Uh, yeah. Now it's that's going that's that's forever going to be here. So for sure. Any other uh, any other mementos or or walk away withs um, from from that time or your time at Tech? Mm, uh. I don't, I don't know. Nothing off the top of my head that I can show you guys. <laughs> no, no, I think <laughs> pretty cool. I'll never open it. It's a, it's like a, I think, I think this is bourbon. This is whiskey. Uh-huh. But it has like the ACC champions on there. It's like customized for us. I think this is Wow. Pretty, I think that's pretty dope for sure. That is nice. That yeah. is nice. Oh, man. I, I love that you have those mementos. I, I love yeah. things that you can't buy. You know, you, sure. you can't go buy that ticket. You can't buy that ring. You can't buy that confetti. That's that's just – it wouldn't mean anything to anybody else, and it, it mean, it's so special to you. I love that you kept those things. I'm I'm a lot like that. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit of a hoarder, but I'm doing a better job of letting go of those. I, 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 uh, my, my wife lets me keep, like, a box. Like, I have mm-hmm. one shoe box that I have, like, my stuff like that. Um, oh. Like, I have confetti from Times Square for new year's because i was like i'm never going to be here again I, I put that in my pocket my friends make fun of me for that but i i love stuff like that it's 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 cool when you look back on your life like this is some of my special moments yeah for sure i couldn't i couldn't fit it all into one little box to close you that's that stuff i can't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got some bigger things there uh the, la- the last question i'll, I'll uh, ask you and then i'll hand it back to bill here you know, you, you mentioned basketball-specific goals when I asked you that question. And I, I know you are someone who also emphasizes education and, and emphasizes giving back. So I, I just want to take this opportunity. Do you have a personal goal that you want to accomplish outside of basketball in your uh, last year at Virginia Tech? I think the main thing for me this year, and I, I think I've been doing a pretty good job so far, is just engaging more with the community. Um I view myself as a regular person, just like anybody else, but I feel that the community views me in a different light, especially the youth, specifically the youth. And in that, I find that I could be a big resource to them, you know, and just in the fact that they view my position, you know, a basketball player at Virginia Tech so highly, I feel as though I could really be a big resource by just giving back and just talking to them, having those conversations. Uh, I've had a amazing opportunity it's been such a blessing for me to be able to get in contact with the west end center up in roanoke i i love those kids i have a great time hanging out with them and just talking to them and just like just having little conversations with them you know i remember for myself when i was you know middle school age and maybe a little bit younger i had a mentor i had somebody around me who would help who was able to help guide me i could ask them questions stuff like that and for me uh, there's it's such a beautiful thing for me now to be able to do that for the next generation uh, I, want, I want the best for them, you know, and I know they want the best for me. So I just want to continue to do that, continue to engage with the community, not only not only the youth, but also build a good network for myself here for the future. I can see myself coming back here at some point um, and starting a life for myself. I would love to be on the coaching staff here at some point. I want to be the, the next Ace Custis. You know, he's, he's a legend. You know, uh, I need to, I'm trying to take notes and see what I got to do to get there next. So 
I think that's definitely a huge goal for me for this year, just networking and go to my brand more and more in this area. Justin Mutz just can't leave Blacksburg. He's going to be in Blacksburg. Going to be in Blacksburg forever. I love it. I love it. Who knows? We got a uh, – so I'm, I'm glad you uh, – this transitions well into my last question before rapid fire. Um, NIL was kind of a world that nobody knew what it was. Nobody knew how it was going to work. Nobody really knew how people would take advantage of it. Um, and something really exciting going on in Hanhurst as well. Elizabeth Kitley and Georgia Amor launched a podcast that they're going to be doing weekly. Uh, it's called The Queens of Castle, for those of you who don't know about it. So go check that out. Go subscribe. Um, really, really cool where they're just going to get together, sit down, and talk through their season. I want to ask you, what in this NIL world, after I think it's year two or year three, what have been your takeaways from NIL? Um, how What has gone well? What do you hope goes better? What advice would you give to players that are entering into college athletics and how to manage it? Just kind of want to get your perspective. Um, well, personally, and I guess I'll answer the advice question first for future you know, athletes going into this area. I think the main thing that you need to work on is just building your brand, you know, navigate, like navigate that space first of trying to build a name for yourself and build a, build a brand for yourself that is actually, you know, it connects with you, you know, it relates to you. Um, because I feel as though brands and other businesses are going to reach out to you based on what your brand is, you know, based on who you are and what you're standing in, in the community. So if I'm just, if I, if I have no social media, I'm not saying social media is the way to go. Social media most definitely has its downsides. Absolutely. I could go on about that for a long time, but I'm not going to. So, but in the NIL space, social media is, it's a, it's almost a, it's almost necessary, you know, to have a, a, a social media presence and to have a decent size following. Um, so for the future athletes heading into this space, I feel that that's one thing that you should focus on. You shouldn't, you shouldn't build your life around social media but don't be afraid to you know have it oh you know have it up you know to post things every now and then that are relevant to to your life and to who you are i think that's the main thing but also be careful because it's a lot of snakes you know you can't trust everybody you know um i'm blessed and extremely grateful to have such a supporting cast around me you know my family is extremely helpful which for me, as I, you know, navigate this space, as I navigate reading these contracts and things like that. Um, but you, I mean, you never know. Cause um, when, when money becomes involved in any sense, people tend to look out for their own best interests as well. But uh, I feel grateful. I'm in an area where there are people who really do care about us, who do want our best interests as well. And they'll, and they, and they will, you know, do what they have to do to make sure that we're not being taken advantage of. But um don't just go for the first thing that you see. Don't just jump into anything just because it's available. Um, because, you know, there's better things down the line. You know, be careful for yourself and be smart. Fantastic answer and fantastic insight. Um, we're going to move into rapid fire. It's our last segment here with you, Justin. Really appreciate your time. And I'm not sure if you've gotten the opportunity to uh, check out Whitley's Peanut, which they are selling in Lane Stadium. Um, but Whitley's Peanuts is who is sponsoring this podcast. Um, Whitley's Peanuts is a family-owned business that has produced the finest gourmet peanuts for over 35 years. It is operated by three generations of Hokie graduates. So as you can see on the bottom, use code SOS for 10% off your first order at Whitley'sPeanut.com. So moving into rapid fire, I'm excited about this one. This is a question that has been posed by us. It's been posed by 
Justin Robinson last year. And it's a fun, fun exercise to go through. But your Mount Rushmore of Virginia Tech basketball, I won't even say players, people in the Virginia Tech basketball community, who is on your Mount Rushmore? Feel free to include yourself. Mount Rushmore, though. I got to put Coach Young up there. Coach Young definitely had a, that's a goat right there. It's a legend for sure. Um, and then you got to put the the next the next goat. You got to put Ace Custis on there for sure. He he has to be he has to be in there. I think if we're talking about famous Hokies through the basketball, you know, through the basketball lens, um, I think you also got to put in Dell Curry just just for the simple sake of you know it's. It's Del Curry. You know what I mean? And then I've been, as of lately, I've been, I've had the amazing opportunity to get more into the history of tech, um, learn about the, I know we've won two NIT championships in the past. And if I'm going to put one gold on there from the one team, you know, in Ace Custis, I think I also have to put in the other one. And I think his name's Alan Bristow. Uh, he's the, I think he was the first person at Virginia Tech to get his number retired. He, I think he's our all-time leading scorer. Uh, he has a single game records in a bunch of different categories. So I think Mr. Bristow, all respect to you. I had a amazing opportunity to meet him at our tip-off banquet a couple of weeks ago. Uh, out, outstanding person. So I think those would be my four. I'm not sure. Love that you're taking the time to dive into the history of, of Virginia Tech basketball. It's really awesome. Not something you have to do. Not something that a lot of people do. So um, that's really, really cool to see. And I know we just asked a question in a uh, number of four. I'm going to ask another four question here. If you could have dinner with four people, dead or alive, who are you taking and where are you going to eat? That's tough. I feel like I'm going to get judged for my answers here. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. <laughs> That's tough. That's really tough. Uh, I wish you would have like, gave me this question like a little bit ago. I could have thought about it. Um, I couldn't, dude. No, I need, I need the immediate. I, I need to see you think through it. Respect. Um... I don't know, because it's like everybody I'm thinking, like, yeah, they were like a good person, but then they also have like their, like their, um, what's it called, handles or whatever, where it was like the allegations. You, you don't have to say, you don't have to say that, you know, you're, you're, you're saying this is the arbiter of the, of the perfect person. You could sit down and, and have dinner with somebody that's not a great guy just to understand why they weren't a great guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's up to you. You could also take somebody who you'd like to take on a date and they have to go with you Ooh. for that one hour. So. Who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I really don't know. Okay, I'll, I'll just think. I think. Um, let's say Abraham Lincoln. I'll be really. Okay. I would be curious to have a conversation with him. Just to you know have a conversation. I think that would be really interesting. I would also. Okay, this is not a hot take. So I'm gonna say, I would really want to have a conversation with Jesus as well as a. In his human form, I would want to, you know, talk to him and gain just whatever I would gain from that conversation. I feel like there was a lot that I could take away, a lot of questions that I have. Um, for sure, I think that would be really significant. I'm sorry, I'm put something. Yeah, so I think okay, those those two so far. Jesus those, and Abraham Lincoln. Jesus, Abraham a Lincoln. Carpenter and a president. Yeah, I, well, I think yeah, Jesus would be to my right. Abraham Lincoln doesn't have to be my left. He can just be somewhere disabled. <laughs> <laughs> Getting real specific okay. here. Yeah. Okay. You got two more. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Okay. I'll get the. I want. I want. Uh. I want Buddha. I want Buddha there as well. Okay. I, 
I have a lot of knowledge I could gain from him as well. That's a person. That's how to navigate, you know, this existence that we're in right now. I, there's a lot that I could gain from that conversation. And then... Mm, mm, and then I'll say the Dalai Lama. I'll say the Dalai Lama. No, no, no. I don't want to say the Dalai Lama. Nothing against the Dalai Lama. <laughs> 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 I don't think he'd be forest. I don't think he'd be who did I say already? You know what? And then I'll say my dad. I'll take my dad too. Cause I think he'd be awesome at driving conversations and he would ask some questions that I wouldn't really think to ask off the top of my head. So I'll say those four. Wow. I gotta tell you, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking of judging Justin Mutz for those for those four, you gotta have something wrong with you. That <laughs> That's a pretty that's a pretty solid four. Where are you guys going to eat? Where are we going to eat? Where are we going to eat? We're going to no. I almost said uh kabuki, but I don't I, mean, I, Abraham, I was ready for it. I knew it. I knew it. Abraham Abraham Lincoln going to Hibachi yeah. would make his brain explode. He'd be like, What do you guys do? You guys put food on this metal thing and do a show? It's completely out of you know, I can't imagine what he what he would think of Hibachi. They would, they would enjoy it. I would just want to take them somewhere where the food would come out, like, not at all. It's like, it would take a long time for the food to come out. Just right. there and just have a conversation in, like, a relaxed setting. Um, but it's like a, I need, like, a round table so mm-hmm. we can all talk to each other. That's why Kabuki wouldn't work. Right. Mm-mm. I can't give any shout-outs to restaurants out here because none of them sponsor me. So mm-hmm. this is a... That's a problem. I think we should. That's a potential opportunity. So if you are a guitar teacher or a restaurant and you're looking for an opportunity, here it is. This is your chance. This would have been the chance to set out your restaurant, but I can't do it because you didn't want to. You will bring Jesus Christ to your restaurant. That is the sell. (laughs) (laughs) sell. We we need to, on a side note, we need to call Kabuki because that place has done, has brought more talent to Blacksburg from recruiting visits. That's yeah. where I went on my recruiting visit when I was my golf, when I went to play golf for Gen Tech. They they know what they're doing there. They 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 are they're closers. That's yeah. right. I went with uh, Darren Buchanan on his visit there. Huh. I had a good chance to just have a conversation there, but that was good. I really don't know. I don't know where we would go. McDonald's. McDonald's is where we're going. <laughs> Joking. No, I don't know. I really have no idea where we would go to eat, but it would be some good food. Um, give me a nice, give me a nice New York strip. What a journey. What yeah. a journey. Go ahead, Bryce. I need to change. I need to change my answers. Mine aren't as aren't <laughs> as grand as that. Um, moving right along, though. So, you know, I, I feel like you know we read your stats earlier. You know, to, to use a cliche, you're kind of a, a Swiss Army knife there on the basketball court. You can you can really do it all. Probably play all five positions. Who's someone that you model your game after? And I kind of want to mix it up on you. I want you to give us a basketball player and then a non basketball player. Um, uh, model my game after. I hate to say it, I really hate to say it, but I think part of me models my game a little bit after John Green. Uh, I think his role on the team is so valuable. You know, you can't really when you can't have a winning program without at least one player. That's that's crazy. You know, you can't. That's the right answer, though, Bus. Like I, I was wondering if you were gonna say it, but I, that is the answer. So that's <laughs> your hip too. They like that. You think that mom, that, that that team needs him? Yeah, truly. And, uh, they wouldn't be the team that they are without him. And I think 
in that you can hate him or you can love him, but you got to respect what he's able to do for the basketball team. You know what I mean? So I think I, I really respect his role. Um, but then you have other teams that are that have – I'm not – this guy is not somebody that model my game after at all, but I think he's the same kind of – figure to his team like Patrick Beverly I think he's been on a lot of winning teams as well and he's able to provide that same energy that is just so necessary you know what I mean you need somebody to you need somebody to be that and when I, are you gonna say my guy when are you gonna say the ultimate team guy Marcus Smart from oh, Oklahoma yeah. State who you're playing this year exactly yeah Marcus Smart definitely is one of those players that you need it's you definitely you need you need them and, and the Celtics aren't the Celtics without Marcus Smart you know you, you, yeah, so somebody who doesn't who doesn't care to make it ugly, you, you, they don't care to make it to make it ugly, to get gritty, to get dirty, like stuff like that. Like somebody who doesn't care, and I think I, I take a lot of value on that, and I and I don't mind doing that for my teammates because they're my brothers. You know, I love them, so I'll do whatever for it. You know, and for the city of Blacksburg, I feel like Blacksburg loves me so much that I don't, I'll go out there and, and I'll I'll do whatever. Just because the I, city of Blacksburg, not the town, not the municipality, the city of Blacksburg. Is it, is it a, what's the difference between a town and a city? I mean, I think of cities, you got to have some sort of skyscraper, right? That's just me. Because I, I, you know, I'll actually fall on the sword. I'm going to get a lot of crap for this. But I remember when I came to Virginia Tech, and I'm from Bergen County, New Jersey. I know you're a Jersey guy too. And you used to hear people say, they're like, oh, I'm going to the city this weekend. You're like, oh, you're going to the city where you're hopping on a plane. They're like, no, I'm going to Roanoke. I'm like, you're going to the city? I guess. No, you are going to Roanoke. (laughs) So, you know. Is yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the difference between a town and a municipality and a and a and a and a city in a city is. It's a good question. I think I well, just for the people within Blacksburg, I think they're they're they they give me a lot of energy. You know, they they reciprocate yeah. that I put out, and I just make uh, do more on the court. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you said a non basketball player that I model my my game after. Like, well, I, I guess I meant more like you you admire like their temperament or their work ethic or someone you kind of look up to that's not in uh, not in basketball. For sure. Um, well, I would definitely say my dad. I definitely learned a lot from him growing up just about how to just be a good person, you know, how to put out good energy. Um, even if that energy is not always being reciprocated, you know, how to just always just, you know, just be who you got to be and just do what you got to do, how to, how to work hard, how to be selfless, you know, for other people. Not a, once you reach a certain age and a certain point in life is really not about you anymore, you know? And I think uh, I learned that from him at a young age and that's been, and that's that with me, I think, and just the way I approach life. Um, I think Coach Young is a big mentor for me too as well. Just about, because I don't know if you guys have the opportunity to meet Coach Young. He's an uh, amazing person. So I think those are two, two role models for me for sure. Perfect segue into our next question. So Mike Young is, Certainly on the Mount Rushmore of Virginia Tech basketball, he's he's working his way into being the on the Mount Rushmore for Virginia Tech. Just period. What is your favorite young moment? Favorite Mike Young moments. Um, favorite Mike Young moment. Um, I think. I don't know. I think for me, more so, I think just having the opportunity to get to know him before I, before I knew him, you know, um, like in the recruitment process. I mean, like I remember talking to different teams and stuff, talking to a lot of assistant coaches and different, you know, different people. But um, I do remember 
during that recruitment process, Coach Young was calling me like every single day and we were just having conversations on the phone. We were talking for like an hour each time, just getting to know each other, developing a relationship outside of basketball. And I feel as though once I stepped foot on campus here, unlike how it is at a lot of other schools where they're going to show you one thing and then you get there and you already committed, you can't, they can be whoever they want to be. Coach Young was exactly the person that he, that he, that he said he was, he did exactly all the things that he told me he was going to do. So uh, you know, you're trusting you're trusting this team, this coach, or this school with your future. You know, the next couple of years of your life, and you have to. And for me, going through that on blind faith because it was COVID, I couldn't even come visit. I couldn't shake his hand. I couldn't meet him face to face. So just to be able to meet him and develop that relationship and have it be so authentic, and then when I came here, have it be you know exactly what it was. Uh, you know, I, that's you can't ask for anything more than that. You know, Justin. Aside from. Uh wearing overalls to football games. What is your favorite thing to do at Virginia Tech that is not <laughs> basketball related? Not basketball related? Sleep? No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, something I started getting into more this year that I will admit that I'm absolutely terrible at is golf. There's a, there's the black... I'm not going to shout them out either because they won't sponsor me. So there's, <laughs> so there's a couple there's a couple golf courses out here that are really nice that I just, especially when the weather gets nice, it's just, it's just a nice vibe just going out there and just, you know, being on the course, you know, either by myself or with my friends and stuff like that. So I just enjoy that. That's something that I got really into this year that I'll probably keep doing. Thanksgiving. I, I don't think I, I don't think I can help you with the guitar, but yeah. I'm willing to help you with the golf game. If, <laughs> if you're looking for someone to offer, we, we can make that happen. I know Billy needs some help too. So we could definitely have some fun out there. Respect. The last time I went, I broke the stick. I swung it and like broke the stick. <laughs> and not only did I miss the ball, but I saw like the whole club part went flying. And like it's so crazy because I thought it was the ball at first. I was like, oh yeah, I really hit it. I really hit it. That's like, <laughs> did not hit it. <laughs> so uh, yeah. like um, <laughs> we got Thanksgiving. We got Thanksgiving come around the corner. Uh, do you have a specific favorite type of food to eat on Thanksgiving and something that shouldn't be on the plate for Thanksgiving? I'll say what shouldn't be on the plate. Any type of casserole. I'm sorry. And I know I might catch a lot of heat for that. Any type of casserole does not belong on my Thanksgiving plate. But if you do bring me a plate and there's casserole on it, I'll be grateful and I will eat it anyway. But that's oh. not the point. I think my favorite food for Thanksgiving would be stuffing. With some gravy on it, little, little macaroni and cheese with some mm -hmm. gravy. I put gravy on my whole plate for Thanksgiving, so <laughs> it's right. I don't so, want to. So does Bill. Uh, <laughs> as you should. Yeah, so does Yeah, gravy is the best. I want to. I want to like preface that casserole statement by saying, I personally have not had any good casseroles in my life, so I'm not closed off to casserole. But I'm just saying the ones that I've had. <laughs> Have not been good, but I would try one if you said it was old. But I gotta tell you, you are covering all your bases. You are very, very politically correct, making sure nothing could possibly be misconstrued. <laughs> I, I know somebody's gonna do it because they do it with everything that we do. But good luck finding some way to step away from this interview and not love Justin much more than you may already do. So go, go ahead, Bryce. If someone wants to DM me with some guess. <laughs> I'm with it. What'd you say? <laughs> who, who would have thought that comment about casserole could potentially like pot more than anything said 
in the last 40 minutes. <laughs> what, was, what did you say? I didn't hear you. So well, who who would have thought that uh, casserole I, I would have was, stirred the pot more than anything else? Oh, well, I you had I'm, that answer ready to go. Yeah, I don't know. That's something that I felt strongly about for like a long time. But I haven't had a, I haven't had a casserole in like a while. I guess that's why, because I had a bad stigma about it. But I don't know. Like, I see how it could be taken the wrong way, because I know a lot of people do consider casserole like an essential part. Like, what are some what are some big casseroles that people make? Green bean casserole is literally my favorite thing on Thanksgiving. Green, yeah. Respect. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I would try it. <laughs> I, I would try it. I don't know. I'm a, I, 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 I will say to... this. Go ahead, Bryce. Justin's gonna have Justin's gonna have like one or two people offer to teach him how to learn, like teach him a few strings on the guitar. Justin, you're gonna have like 15 casseroles outside your apartment door. <laughs> I'm rooting for it because we're definitely going to put that. We're definitely going to put this out there. We're going to challenge Hokie Nation. This is a challenge to you. This man needs a casserole that 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 he that he is proud to eat and that he enjoys. So you you make that happen. Like one that's good. Like don't please Hokie Nation. Don't bring me any mid casserole because no. like me that person, I'll try it. <laughs> I'll try it and I'll make it seem like it's not that bad. But if I don't like it, I'm not going to like finish it. You know. So mm-hmm. if you, if you want me to try your casserole i will try it but don't watch me eat it i'll eat it later okay on my okay. own time <laughs> like, my own judgments about it in peace oh man uh, that's great uh moving right along here this is actually a, a question that my my wife uh wanted to answer who who loves you by the way she she has you on your all hype on the she has you and uh, a med hill on her all hype team um, I said, I said hello. what is what is one thing well, what is uh, what is one thing that people would be surprised to learn about you? About me, um, I think uh, I'm really big into mental health. Um, uh, I think that's a well-known thing about me at this point. Um, I think I advertise it well, like relatively often, but I think that's something that you know is super serious to me. I think um, uh, I'm not a very I'm not into things like I'm not into physical things that much, you know. Like, I have a lot of things here. I have a hat here. But, like, uh, like the physical things don't mean very much to me at all. I think uh, it's more so about, like, the concepts of things. Like, what, what, what it really means, you know. Like, a relationship is deeper than anything else, you know. Um, I think that's something that people don't know about me. I'm not real big into, you know, that stuff. I'm also not going to be on Twitter this season. So, oh. I want to add me at stuff and talk trash. I won't see it. How are people? How are people going to send you their their casserole recipes and their uh, guitar lesson times? Is there a better place to reach you? Uh, if you write me a letter, you can send it to Han Hurst, and I'll with your uh, recipes, and then I'll try them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. pen pals, you're gonna. <laughs> I'm telling you, Justin. You, you, I don't know if you wanted to sign up for this, but you're signing up for pen pals, yeah. guitar lessons, and casserole. <laughs> you're, you're giving you're giving us homework right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, La- yeah. Last three here I got for you, and then we'll let you go. Um, if you could have a superpower, any superpower, well, yeah. you can't use it in basketball, but just for life, That's what, would you, what would your superpower be? Um, well, I think what you said there about not being able to use it in basketball changes it a little bit. Because originally, excuse me, originally I was going to say super speed, 
but I think if I can't use that in basketball, I would definitely say the ability to fly. I think that's it's crazy cool. You can go anywhere you want to go, and you're you're flying. So I think that's like one of the most pure experiences of life right there. Just pure air out there, you know. I would do that. Uh, and you didn't answer it, even though I I, uh, I prompted you to answer it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask again. Celebrity crush uh-huh. Justin Mutz. They can't hit you in the in the DMs because you won't be on Twitter. But who is, who is your celebrity crush? This is the only time of this interview that I'll intentionally be like political. I'll make an answer that can't be the you know nobody can really argue, and I'll say Beyonce. Okay, there's no arguments there. No arguments there. She does. She doesn't get an invite to dinner though. No, I, I'm not that interested in getting to know her. I was not gonna lie. <laughs> she seems like a cool woman. She seems like a cool lady. You know. She seems- yeah. Well, I mean, she wouldn't be in my top four all-time people I want to talk to. I mean, yeah, she's not Jesus. I mean, come on. Let's, what are we no. talking about? No. What are yeah. we talking about? Her, uh, her over the Dalai Lama, though. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. Last question that we have for you. got a pecking order now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last question, Justin Mutz. I know you mentioned possibly being in a Blacksburg community. I know you mentioned that mental health is really important to you. I know that you have 15 degrees uh, from different schools, universities, you've done about as much school as anybody can possibly do. Um, so I want to know, what do you want to do when the ball stops bouncing? What do you think <laughs> you're going to do uh, as a professional? Yeah, uh, I would love to come back to Virginia Tech and coach. That'd be ideal. That'd be the perfect, you know, scenario. Not only doing that, but at the same time, you know, working to complete my PhD. I want to be the real Dr. J. You know, that's the that's the goal. Um, that's something that nobody can take away from me for the rest of my life. You know, I'll be Dr. J. And that respect will always be there, you know. I feel as though I'm halfway, I'm halfway there. And at this point, why stop now? You know what I mean? So I think that coaching and then after I'm done, you know, coaching and doing all that, I want to work with the youth. Again, I want to do all I can to start some youth organizations that I can really just, you know, I can benefit them, you know. Uh, I have a lot of ideas. Through the, like, through my 15 degrees, I feel like I've been able to pick up some different, like, useful tools and resources that, you know, I could I could use to produce some really good organizations and programs and stuff like that. So I want to be able to take those ideas and, you know, that innovation and combine it with the resources that I've been able to develop and to really be able to provide, you know, something extraordinary for the young people. Justin, we appreciate your time. We are wishing you the absolute best in this basketball season. Thank you for a politically correct, fun, <laughs> all over the place interview. And we are looking forward to watching you dominate in Castle this, uh, this season. Thank you. It'll be fun. It's time to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. But I saw you dance like you want to in my head. And all that she said is...
Take a hit, it's not